Welcome to Ecom Tips Podcast. Ecom Tips consists of several different shows. First show that we started was just simple blog narrations. It's the computer voice reading out all the blogs that KeyWebCo produces. Our second show is Q&A. It's questions and answers. You just get a question. You can either send that to me on a voice message or I just ask a question and then answer it. It's just a simple question and answer show. We have another show called The Tip Whisperer. I just get on there and I whisper a tip. We do that periodically. The big shows are Facebook live streaming. I do podcasts of my Facebook live streams. And then I multi-stream. We have a helpful tip show. We do helpful tips live on Thursday and Tuesday of every week at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I hope you enjoyed today's show. My name is Roger Kaiserling, your host. Issues getting going here. Uh, let me do a little checking real quick. Uh, let me do some checking real, real, real quick. They totally changed my uh, software on me in a major upload. Even my resolutions are changed. Uh, my mic is working. I have to do a real quick check, guys. Yeah, I, I hate it when it does that. The the software updates before just before I go live. It did it a couple weeks ago and it didn't work right, but it, it seems to be working okay. Uh, give me just a moment. Well, yeah, it says I'm live right now on Facebook. That seems to go good. Live Leap is already sending this to all my sites. This is a pre-show. I always do this, but I'm running behind, so we're gonna we're gonna zip right through my pre-show here pretty quick. I just need to get on Facebook. My moderator, I'm sure, is over on YouTube uh, already because we've been chatting. Let me make sure I'm on Facebook. This is why we do pre-show, because I stream multi-platform. Here we go. Test. And lovely. We are live. Wonderful. Hey, I see you there on Facebook. Hey, Monica. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight, because most of my shows... Gosh, let me move you guys a little closer here. I didn't really have real setup time, because I was working with software. Uh, I'm terrible at looking at the camera. I'm always looking at, at the screen because uh, I always am analyzing all the stuff coming in. I'm real bad about that. We're going to start here pretty soon, but tonight's show is going to be a lot of fun. Why? Normally, I'm always teaching blah, blah, blah this and blah, blah, blah that. Well, I'm going to do that like I always do. But this time, instead of me having to um, I have these little backgrounds that I've made for apps that will teach you everything you need to know, and they're all free. Moderator's going to give you links all through this thing. And it's real easy to use them. Anyone that will tell you that they can give you something that's going to do everything for you instantly is a liar. Because if it does everything for you instantly, everyone would do it, and what good would it be? And that's what a lot of people use all the time. So my apps don't do that. They will give you tools that are free that everyone looks at the data, but they'll also give you information and secondary tools. Use those tools in combination. Don't just look at one software and say, this software tells me that this is what this is going to do. Well, that's great. What is that one and that one and that one say? So it, 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 the apps that I make, since I use a lot of, free information 
I tried to create things that when you go down the list, you get everything you need and you get it with cross references. So that's part of the stuff I built in. Now, I'm not going to talk about all that boring stuff tonight. We're going to have fun just kind of going through and showing you all the goodies and everything. It's also open chat. If you have particular questions, there'll be sections where we stop and it'll say chat. It'll say question and answers. You'll get a few different titles uh, because I am jumping around today instead of just doing one topic and going on. Should be a lot of fun because you also, I'm going to shove in here just all kinds of other stuff that I do and that you can take advantage of or not. It doesn't really matter, but at least you will see all the little goodies that are available to you for free because I don't charge for hardly anything. So since I'm already running late, uh, we are getting a few people in. I like to give people a little time to come in. We're going to be on for a while, not hours and hours or anything, unless you have a lot of questions, but uh, we are going to have a lot of topics, which is a little difficult. That's why I'm not going to explain too much on each topic unless you have questions about them. All right, so I don't have any water or coffee or anything here because I didn't have time to prep because I was freaking out. I was writing my uh, moderator, Herbie Quenstreet, just before the show, and I was like, Oh my gosh, the software is uploading. Because ah! <laughs> it did it once before. It took 45 minutes once. But I managed to get on on time. So since we're trying to be a little bit on time today, we're just going to go ahead and get going. We're going to do the countdown. And this will be a fun show tonight. I'm glad you're all here. All right, let me make sure I have my microphone on because sometimes that goes off. Boy, they really did change my software. It's a lot different on me today. <laughs> but I do seem to uh, see everything working. All right, welcome everybody. The chat even carried over from pre-show. That's interesting. It didn't used to do that. So my settings must be working. Well, we are in the Helpful Tip Show tonight. And what we're going to do is a quick little run around. Now, I know that counter is wrong because I see that there's people in YouTube. I need to take that off until that gets right. It might take a while to upload the information. I, I did do a little screwing around with this stuff, but my software did update. So there might be, if that's not uh, just taking time to update, there may be a few glitches, but I don't think so. I just don't. I took that off once before that YouTube counter. You see, I don't know what side it is for you. Uh, but it says YouTube, it should be on my video screen there. It says zero, and I'm watching people in YouTube right now, so I need to take that off there. All right, well, okay, here we go. This is going to be fun, because what we're going to talk about tonight, this is my intro, is apps that keywebco.com makes. And I, of course, am keywebco.com. My name is Roger Kaisling. You can see it scrolling around all over the place. And... I created the apps kind of an evolution of what I was doing, different projects and what people would ask me. And not terribly long ago, I had just finished uh, making an app and uh, I ran across some other people and they said, well, you know, why don't you make that and give it to people? 
thought about it because I was already, you know, kind of messing around with blogs and stuff. And I already had a plan for that. And I started thinking about it again. And I was like, well, you know, I do use these uh, microsites and apps to market. And they are very useful tools. And they do very well in search. And they're very basic. And they're free. I was like, well, you know, that's most of the tools I need to have to give things away. The only other thing you need is a little bit of graphic skills and the knowledge of what to put in there. So... I made a few apps and I gave them away and uh, people really liked them. And then I started working on websites and I found there were a way to, I already knew, but I saw that I could embed them and all the apps could be on one page and no one would ever have to look for anything. Then all of a sudden the light went on. I was like, well, wait a minute now. How much time do I waste looking at SEO information and writing a blog and I wanted to check a template or from there, I want to go look at something else. Waste huge amounts of time jumping around screen to screen to screen to screen. And I am fast looking up things, guys. Unbelievably so. <laughs> so, I say that on purpose because people that know me in here that are watching tonight are probably chuckling right now. Because I do look up a lot of data. And I and it's sifted by the time I, I share it. And I do it very quickly. So... But that's only because I had to do that for like eight years before I started creating my own apps where now I just go on my own page. It's like, oh, I need a refresher. But even if I didn't know, all the info's right there. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of get get the show moving along a little bit. There's people popping in. Uh, this is just the Helpful Tips Live helpful tips live chat. We're just in here for a moment. I am... Uh, just waiting for a couple more people to pop in, but uh, we're moving right along tonight because we have a lot to cover. So this chat, whenever you see this little goes black and then you see kind of like a blue rain kind of metrics thing going in the background, this is the window that we just kind of chat about whatever. You can ask questions at any time throughout the show, by the way. And uh, I do this as kind of after the live scene where I do my intro. Because eventually I'm going to be doing a little bit more changes to the show. But uh, uh, for now, this whenever you see this kind of window, this is a great opportunity to introduce yourself. Now, I have a future window coming because we're going to be jumping around a lot. I'm kind of prepping you to see a lot of things. Since we're going to be jumping around a lot, uh, you might see similar windows to this that aren't exactly the same. For the sake of this show... You have the opportunity anytime you see helpful tips chat anywhere in the show. If you're popping in and watching, introduce yourself. I don't care if it's your YouTube channel, your Facebook page, even a link to your business. Please don't put listings for your sunglasses or toothbrushes or whatever you're selling as an individual product. But your whole store, no problem. I do not consider that spamming. Uh, if you have difficulty doing that, uh, meaning if you're on one of the multi-sites I'm, I'm on, sometimes the feeds don't like to accept links. Uh, no problem. <laughs> well, I don't think she does. I'm live. Hold on. I have a message to deal with real quick. Oh, come on. Hold on. i got to get this going here. All right. So, um... What we're going to do next is, I think, I had already told everybody, kind of, we're going to jump around. I'm going to scroll. 
That's <laughs> uh, perfect. Fine. She's on uh, YouTube over there. Um, uh, that's our moderator tonight, by the way. Uh, but I've already kind of introduced what we're going to do. We're going to jump around through some of the apps I've done. Now, most of these apps, there may or may not be chat windows because they are from different shows. Uh, if you see a chat window, it's like normal. If you don't, don't feel like you don't get the opportunity to chat because your chats won't be on the screen. They will be in the you know chat window where you are typing it. So if you're on YouTube, they'd be there. And if you're on Facebook or Twitch or wherever you happen to watch us. All right. So, you know, uh, we're going to start off. I'm not going to start off anything really, really, really heavy. Uh, let's start off on something kind of fun. This is Lumiere. Now, I went over this not terribly long ago. Uh, this is the actual Lumiere app. So uh, it it's just showing you examples of some of the graphics that you can do with this program. It's called Lumiere, as you so, so we're just going to peek at this for a little bit. There's nothing really for me to teach you too much here. Just kind of gives you examples of some of the uh, graphics capabilities. Very short little video here uh, that you are able to do. Of course, all the links for this stuff are, of course, on the pages that we have. So it's just some cute little graphics. Now, I know it had a repeat there. And uh, you'll see some of these graphics in some of the other scenes. But I just kind of wanted to give you an idea of kind of some of the stuff we're going to be looking at, the type of things. This is my logo app that you can find at, uh, well, I actually made a bit.ly link for it. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital A for all key webco apps. Welcome That's pretty easy to remember. Um, and you can find all of my apps at that bit.ly link. Now, there's, of course, no chat here. That's why I'm naming off the app. Uh, this is a logo app. As you can see, it's kind of scrolling through and it's showing you all the different things uh, that are available within the app. Now, like I said, we're not going to spend a lot of time on each one of these screens because we're going to go through quite a few little apps today. But this kind of just shows you, and this one's kind of long and drawn out because I did a long spiel for this. <laughs> so we're not going to go through all of the screens for this app, but it's just telling you that we have a logo app. Now, a lot of times in this show, hey, a lot of times in this show, uh, we'll be talking about accounting. Now, this is when most people go, oh, no, not accounting. At least that's what I do. <laughs> so I never spend much time on this subject. How is having a website with an affiliate marketing helpful in making money alongside uh, to other platforms? How do you get started? That is an excellent question. So you know what? Let me see if I have something uh, that might be a good background. I don't want to be selling you my affiliate website. I could show you this. Uh, but let, let, we're, we're, we're talking about websites. How does it feel? Oh, that's a sales thing. Hold on. Why am I showing you code? I want this to sink in. Anytime you are doing anything, it's code. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're on eBay. I don't care if you sell your item from a search that someone did on Google and happens to find you on Amazon or eBay. I don't care if it's your website. I don't care if it's someone else's website that you have a link to your stuff in. Now, that's where this gets tricky. The question was, how is having a website with affiliate marketing? Notice mentioned affiliate marketing. 
helpful in making money alongside with platforms? And how do you get started doing it? It's an excellent, very, very good question. Why I'm showing you code is everything is code. We'll get off that because it'll get you dizzy. Oh, we're not going to do that either. Sorry. Uh, hold on. Oh, crud. I don't want to show you a bunch of videos like that. Give me just a moment. I'll, hold on a second. I got off. I need to find something that's, uh, let's see. How's this? This is good information for you guys. Now, I won't see your chat for a minute. Just read through this. This is uh, the Tuesday web thing. As I'm talking about answering that question, this is all relevant to it. This is telling what a website should include. And as you scroll through and read these screens, as I'm going to start talking here in a minute, you're going to notice some of the stuff that I'm talking about probably mentioned in these website screens. Now, why is that important? How does a website and affiliate marketing go together along with your platform? Your platform and that little code thing I showed you before and all this little information scrolling in front of you is what's necessary for anyone to know you exist at all. And there are thousands of things out there for the computer check. Now, how they go together is everything that has your name on it. Just think of it this way. Anything that has your name on it. A little bot's crawled and put it in a file somewhere. Just think of it this way. This is the easiest way to visualize this. So if you have your eBay bot and you have your website bot, that website is actually you, by the way. And you have your Snups bot, which is hooked into eBay's bots. Look that up. Snups is hooked into eBay for free for you guys already. If it's still there, I don't think it is. Um, that's a social media platform that you can share and things go back and forth. You can list on Snups and then put it live on eBay and actually sell it through eBay. So why did eBay do that? The same reason I'm telling you why affiliate marketing works with your products. If I have, now I wouldn't be having this. This is something vintage that I would only bring out for sale in vintage shows. Browner plays, in case you're curious, USA, uh, probably 7011, you know, 7011. Let's say that's in your store. And you have vintage items in your store on eBay. Maybe linked to Prairie Grid or TrueGather or any or Bonanza if you want to do that. So the little bots from all those different places have said, oh, Mindy, we'll get off this for a minute. I think you've already gone through. No, no, let's let, let that finish contact. Uh, Mindy, that's who asked the question, site has vintage brown drip glaze that's great those bots know that mindy's site on those platforms have that item that's good okay so remember that so now we're back over those are the platforms now we're back over to the website that mindy has and it can be free it can be paid it can even be a microsite some place that her domain it's her place that her website her traffic her content is generated she links that eBay listing, even if it's just a picture and a button they click to go back to eBay, it's embedded, even though that's not true embedding, it's there. So she might link that picture with her eBay store. Well, that's great. That's better. More chances for the bots to say, oh, here's Mindy Mindy and eBay Mindy and Amazon Mindy and you get my point. 
sorry. Sound. You get my point. Crowdfire knows we're live. That means we're going out in RSS feed. That's a lot of views. All right, so. Just like I mentioned, the Crowdfire going live. Okay, we'll get off the screen now. Uh, let's get something more attractive. Oh, we'll just go up to one of our chat things here. I'm going to finish this information. Hold on, am I on website design? That's okay. So, you've got the website. You've got the bots. You, Hey, Pam. You've got all these different um, uh, bots crawling your stuff. But it's still just bots crawling a store with one item. One particular product, vintage or new or whatever it happens to be, doesn't matter. But it's one item. Now, that's good. I'm not saying that's bad. The more things crawling this, why do you think you pin it and Facebook it and all that? It's not just to get views. It's to get all of those social bots linking back to your eBay store in that particular case. Once you have a website, it becomes you, and that's more important and becomes more relevant in Google over time. Trust me. The minute I took eBay off of my domain and switched my domain to my own websites, my value went up by $1,200. I'm at $2,700 value now. That's keywebco.com. So how does that happen? And why is an affiliate link so important? Well, if I have that base and Mindy has that base, that's great. But what if I have, oh, I don't want to get up and jumping up and down, but I have the gravy bowl over there and like 10 more sets of it. So what if I wanted to have more for the bots to see and more things that would possibly bring them into a site where my vase is sitting? Well, by offering the gravy bowl and the vase, even though I don't have a gravy bowl, there's more relevance in Google search for that particular product type kind of linked with my name. Think of it this way. It's it, it's numbers, guys, but this is the best, best analysis I can give you that you would understand and that works actually with the numbers. So now, do you want to have to go buy that bowl from me and have it shipped to you and put in your eBay store and pay the overhead? might be good over time if that's what you want to corner but you know that takes a lot of investments if you want to do more than just sell that one picture in your ebay store so what you do is you grab something like what i offer now this would not be good for particularly with this vintage vase because i'm a global products place so i'm more for the new stuff and what you would pin to pinterest but i offer an affiliate program i'm not going to go to the screen i'm not trying to sell it to you but the reason that's so important to answer Mindy's question is if I have in my store every single piece that goes with that one picture, and that picture is pretty much, these are pretty much, there's more expensive pieces, but it's pretty much one of the primary pieces of those sets that people want. Okay. So it, it's going to get searches on its own. It's doing good on its own platforms. But once you have everything to offer and a website to put it in that's still linked to where you're making your money, you're making your money on the eBay still. But if you're an affiliate, anytime I sell any of those products that you're bringing in to give your buyer choice and get more Google search results, hopefully, if you do it right, uh, 
you get paid a little tiny bit. And I say a little tiny bit because it is. You get 5% after it sells and you get a 5% bonus at the end of the month for my program. And I pay very well. Most of them give you very, very little on those kind. There's other ones out there. And that's the next point. You have the product covered now. You've got an affiliate link that has all the products on the planet you can have, especially if it was new stuff. That'd be a good choice for you. So you've got all that covered now. All right. If anyone's looking for those products, it's still got Mindy's bot on eBay and Mindy's bot on her Mindy Mindy bot on her website and her Pinterest and everything else. That's all making her bigger and bigger and more important for that one product that's actually she's just selling this one vase. This is the one she wants to move. But if she moves anything else to help draw it in or somewhat like a funnel, it's not. It's not a funnel. Like a funnel. It's funnel with search. Think of it that way. A, a search result funnel because of the relevant information and the product and value that you are giving yourself. And it doesn't cost you any money. And if it sells on the sly, you make money. Another option. Let's say you carry a good, solid product in your eBay store, like Tupperware or something. So you've got this wonderful Tupperware and you've got a website to help promote and funnel. That website would be to funnel to your eBay store. You have Tupperware. You mentioned the Tupperware on the website so they can buy it from you on eBay. That way there's no overhead cost except for your eBay already. So you're doing this funneling. Hey, guys, we're getting lots of people in tonight. So you're doing this funneling with your website, but you only got Tupperware. Now that's perfect. Actually, this is a really good store to have just Tupperware, but I'm using this as just an example. But so you've got this good, good, good Tupperware and everyone's looking at it and you get a nice percentage of the market of a pretty good middle income, upper income that come in and buy it on a regular basis. Now that's fantastic. But every single customer that comes into your Tupperware site and goes, oh, I'd really like to have that, but I can't afford it. Or every single customer that comes in there and goes, oh, I don't do plastic. Mine has to be made out of Cartier gold. <laughs> I know that's insane. but Well, do you want to buy Cartier gold fake Tupperware or cheap crap China Tupperware? No, you don't. And you really don't even too much want it in your sites. However, to have a small image of, you know, before I had my Tupperware stolen out of my kitchen, I made sure that I had my fake Tupperware that I used to take on picnics to give away and put a link to a collection where you're the affiliate that if they buy any of that cheap crap, you get paid. But it's still available and linked into your value, your search engine. Just on the other end, that, what did I say, Cartier Gold or something, I made up some crazy stuff. But that ridiculously expensive vacuum-sealed space the planet could blow up and your, your, your pasta would remain the same Tupperware, which would be cool, but totally unnecessary, and probably cost $5,000 a box. Yeah, the Prada of Tupperware. You don't want to have to buy that because, well... In your case, you could actually flip that. <laughs> but a normal business uh, that wouldn't be specific for that. You wouldn't really want to buy that. But if some crazy, crazy person comes into your website, because that's where they're probably going to see those kind of items, not many people are marketing that. Mm. Bringing up the point there.
So you can go to my store and grab that crazy thing. Stick it in your site as another link. By the way, this is really nuts. But you know what? This is the coolest item I ever saw. And you give the buyer another option to something that nobody else is really pushing or carrying. But the odd person out there might just search for that. Now, all this is free. All this is free. And you're not relying on the search engine result entirely from a platform. You're not even relying on the other items selling that you're putting in as more choices in your own website. You're not responsible for any of the drama going on with other, any of those other links. Now, with me, that's not an issue. With Amazon, that shouldn't be an issue. If you're a registered Amazon seller, you can get Amazon affiliate links. You can have eBay partner links. I think they're still offering that. Uh, I did that for years. Uh, and all of those things can offer additional products that you don't have that are quite legitimate to be part of your business because you are giving them certified affiliate links to reputable businesses. And that really doesn't affect on you too much either because it is an outsourced affiliate link. Oh, FYI, any site that has affiliate links or any site that you put links in that lead to another site. Are you listening? If you have an eBay link and you have it in your website, you need somewhere, I don't care where it is, but somewhere in your policies, you need to put this website leads to outside links, maybe affiliate. It must be in there, guys. Uh, it's not something that people really pay much attention to. That's one of the things I make sure that I put in every website I create. You know what? Even if you don't have affiliate links, go ahead and put them in there. Why do I say to put that in your policies? eBay has affiliate crap all over your listing. Hmm. Do you see where it says it? I bet you will. Go look in their policies. You'll see where it says. It even has you sign off on your rights to do anything about where they put or place any of their advertisement or affiliate links. So that's just an observation to go along with the answer to your question. So did that, that was pretty thorough. <laughs> I got to cover a lot. That was a very, very good question. I hope I covered it where you understood me okay. It's in depth because you have to think what is one thing leading to the other? You have to realize that if you're just selling on a platform, you are limited to where that platform's bots go. You add every little thing you can to give you more opportunities for some other bot or search. I think those words are somewhat interchangeable in this explanation. But you want to give every opportunity for more variety of quality to be brought in there. Need to mention, I didn't even go on about the value of the website. Can you on eBay jump on, have a video and say, hey, by the way, our shipping is really easy. It's all right here in my warehouse. We take it, we pull it out of the warehouse, we inspect it. Here's how we ship it. Here's our scale. We send it off next day. You'll get this, and then you show a nice little screenshot. This is what your UPC code or your, your tracking number looks like. And you'll get it automated from eBay, or you'll get it automated from our website. You just talk to your customer for a few seconds. Now imagine being able to do that with products and anything else you want to do. 
and then making small websites to funnel to that. So you just did the full circle. You have your business and you're adding little stuff to make your business more important and larger on your own website, making all these little pieces give you a web. Then after you've done that, you're doing just the opposite. And that's what we're going to go into next. After you've done that, let's go to chat window three, just for the heck of it. Where am I? Chat window three. Not much change there, was there? <laughs> so I look back exactly almost the same. So um, you, you now have to do the opposite thing. And the opposite thing is you take your big website that has blogs. I didn't even talk about YouTubes and all that other stuff. But you have all of these different things in your website. So now it's Mindy Mindy's website and Mindy's eBay bots and Amazon bots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those et cetera's are great because that's where you want them to end up. Your big website is great because that's giving you real value. You're providing content and additional information about the products that you specialize in or the blogs that you put out or the recipes or whatever it is you're doing. Then you have to do just the opposite. You have to get little things that people read quickly in social media. Those are called funnels or one-page websites or microsites or apps, whichever you, name you want to use because they're all really functional for a business about the same, even though their capacities and everything they do are different. Their purpose is one thing. Something on a mobile device, something that's very specific in keywords and comes up with eBay. Thank you. It's hard to explain this stuff, guys. Uh, very simple that comes up with eBay. Uh, let's say you, you have that picture. And your picture you just made huge with all this brown drip glaze coming into your websites and all these Pinterest boards. You're just the mammoth seller. You are the most important brown glaze seller on the planet. So that's great. You've achieved your most important goal, reputation, computer, bots, or people. About the same. It doesn't always work the same, but about the same. So you've achieved that. And that's what most e-commerce people are pretty darn good at, to be honest with you. Even ones that do it wrong end up getting that result pretty good. So you've done that. Now, how do you become more important than the other 10,000 or 20,000 people that accomplish the same thing? After they've gone up to the next level where you just thought, oh, I did everything. I made a website. <laughs> you just started. So you've gotten to that level. Now you need those little social media feed bots and people's interest to become just as relevant as your Google AdSense and your Facebook ads. How do you do that? You do that with videos and graphics. We're going to move on here a little bit. I'm going to do that with video and graphics if I can find it. <laughs> I have thousands of topics in here that I am ready to do, guys. So it takes me a while. So let's get to something just a little bit less uh, black. I, I really need to come up with a better backdrop that I can easily edit. But you guys are going to be watching a lot of black backdrops because it gets really tricky when I start matching colors. Eh, let's just go to this green video marketing topic. Are we audio? Yes, we are audio. Good deal. All right. So now you have to make these little things that people notice. I'm going to deal with the website drama a little bit in a, in a minute again. But video marketing is everything, guys. It is what you must do. Audio, video, kind of interchangeable because search engine audio is going to become more and more relevant. 
And you've been told that not just by me, but the heads of every company have been mentioning that for a couple of years now. And it's out there. But the meta strings of keywords for audio are still not enough for me to say that you can directly influence your search results with it. I can't prove it statistically yet. I just said yet, didn't I? I have a very strong feeling that I will prove that statistically soon as the uh, search engine evolves to be more emphasis on audio search. And picture search, picture search is always kind of built in. It's always been that way, thanks to Pinterest so long ago. Back to it. So video marketing. You've made this wonderful website to go along with your brown drip glaze that you're trying to really move, which you probably moved. Now, wait a minute. <gasps> I went through all this work and I built this website. I have all these affiliate links, having all this stuff coming in just so I could sell a few of those boundary plays. Now, what do I do? I'm out. Now, think about that for a minute. What do I do? I'm out. Well, you're not out. You just don't happen to have one of those in your eBay inventory. You still have that website with all the relevance plus the additional someone went to your website or blog or your funnel and went in there and bought it from eBay. eBay likes that too. And if you happen to have eBay partner networks in there, that's kind of good too. So it's still very important what you've got over there on eBay. But what's more important is where are you going to take them with your website? And that's where this video marketing comes in. You might have other similar products. Oh, gosh, I think this is filthy dusty. Yeah, it is. It's terribly dirty. I mean, you can see fingerprints. Terribly dusty. This is off the very top cabinet, guys. But this is a oven-proof stoneware, just in case you're curious. I might pop that on a full screen another time. It's rather old. But it is not brown drip glaze, obviously. Okay, but you might have some of those. Well, it's hard to reach back there. Sorry. It's kind of in the same theme. Okay. Well, let's say you run across at a thrift store or whatever, if it's vintage or if it's a new place, you find a new wholesale supplier to order for your warehouse. And you run across oh, a couple hundred of those. Well, you've got your little website and your little microsites and the little videos that you've made to support those, those little micro funnel things that we're kind of roundabout talking about that bring people in and give you relevance on a certain topic. It's very easy because you're bringing in that item probably in an outside platform, just like you had that mug or that pitcher that you were funneling them into the first place. It's very easy to add that new item from eBay into that website and then start to change it just a little bit by adding a few more choices and cutting down on some of the others over time. So you're still just as important on a very similar topic, but you've adjusted your content. Remember, content is what gets them there. You are not selling products online. You are providing content and value that the search engine decides is worth showing. Search engines aren't selling your items. They don't care if you sell items unless you're on Google Shopping. So <laughs> They want their customer or their searcher to get the item that is going to give them the most value and content in that product or in that topic. So that's what you want to do. Okay, Padre, what's the difference with SEO on paid versus free sites or just attaching your bot domain to a free site? 
Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. I have to be careful how I answer this one. It will be very easy to misinterpret what I say. Hmm. I'm going to think on this for a second. Okay, let's break this down. What is the difference with SEO on paid versus free sites? The content that's in them. Seriously. There's no real difference. But there is. That's why I said this will confuse you a little bit. Or just attaching what you bought domain to your free site. Now, that is a good observation there because, honestly, that's really all you have to do. You are only trying to link your value with the content that you're generating and that's out there. Well, then I got this little spam window that gets me all the time in my shows. You hear it chirping? <laughs> I just want to make sure I don't close the wrong window. So, another difference. I'm backstepping, I know. If you have... SEO on a paid versus a free site. On the free site, you have limitations to what your abilities to include the bots to crawl. On your free site, it's limited. On your paid site, you have much more options. This is hard. For example, if you are looking at all these lovely little apps you see on there, that is a site that you can get for free, but I have a paid version so I can embed HTML code and it operate within the website. That on strikingly, the sites that I create for people at most cost you about 200 and something a year to maybe 220, 30, something, I don't know. I only pay 200 a year for everything. Three websites with pro version, I can embed 100 items in each one for sale for free, by the way. That's why I'm cutting my stuff down to three hundred dollars. So, with my paid version of a free site, I can actually embed the PDF file, and it be visible and functional within my web pages, my sites. I can actually take these apps that I'm giving you and talking about that we're running through tonight, and I can put those all in one website that they will work right there within the website. Do I have to worry about Google indexing and copywriting and all that? Nope. Because everything they're reading is directly funneling what you're seeing to the website it comes from. Now, remember what I was talking about, building your value as a website, as a business, as an authority, reputation, as a web, having more bots crawl it? When you look at one of my blogs, you will notice there is significant writing of my own all throughout. And you're going to notice there's a YouTube in it. That's why they tell you to add YouTubes and stuff to your sites. Because if you're not building websites and embedding things, about the only easy way is to add a YouTube to get the links. Add a Facebook link, add a Pinterest board. So what you're doing is that on steroids, you're marketing with a free site, the baseline ability to get more bots crawling your stuff. But with a paid version, you have all the tools that I use. And that's pretty much standard on all websites. 
confusing. I know because it's not the same because I have better tools, but I have to pay for those. <coughs> no, I have the best deal on the planet, guys. Try to do what I do for $200 a year. Good luck with that. That's strikingly. <laughs> I love that website. You need any help with that? I do sell websites. You can do them yourself for free or you can open it out of the box. Something I create for you that's all fancy and stuff. You have to fill out a bunch of stuff, but it's easy. Put some extra things in your policy. I'll make sure we do that on a Zoom. Cost you 250 bucks, 225 dollars. Yes, I'm following you, and I agree. So you get extra SEO for features and tools. That's right. You get what you pay for. Now, also remember this: if I can go to a website and I can pay them to do something, so can Tom, Dick. Harry, Mabel, and Jane. And if it really worked the way that they all say, no matter what it is, then it would all be everywhere. So even if you do pay money and get all these powerful tools and all these things, and even if you listen to all the things I tell you to do, remember what I said at the beginning, not on your answer, but the one before, it's all about the content. Not just how well it's presented, not just how many times it's presented and where it's presented, but if it's going to be remembered, if it's simple to understand, that's where I kill everybody. <laughs> if it's simple to understand and if it is of use and solves a problem. These are all features that draw someone in and also what the bot is looking for. Remember, we were talking about search. So, it's a great, it's a great question to ask me. You guys are asking me good questions tonight. Uh, because if you properly add all these little extra things, and I'm telling you to do these things cheaper free, guys. That's why I'm creating, the, I created all those apps. If you add these things, it just adds to your value. It's not like you're going to run out and make a website and a microsite funnel, and all of a sudden you're going to have 18 million sales. No, nothing is instant gratification if it's real. You'll have to work. You'll have to build up a repetitive amount of content of value for those microsites that you're all piecing together to funnel with specific keywords to each individual product type you sell, to each type of blog you might write, by adding affiliate links to give your buyers more choice and give you a little money on the sly for free. All those things cumulatively add up to be real value. I was completely dependent. Let's get off this a little bit. I was completely dependent. Uh, let's look at something different. I have thousands of windows here. Uh, I was completely dependent on, um, let's go chat window two. Let's see that one. Questions and answers. <laughs> Okay, right. So all well-written article or blog posts where can comments and you can embed YouTube's or podcasts helps us. Oh, yes. It's extremely important to get engagement on all this work you're doing. Here again is a problem that all businesses have, including my own. It's not a problem of my stuff being seen and remembered. It is. As it gets used. It gets shared and borrowed and redone and in mammoth numbers. That's all well and good. That gives me value. But 
What really gives me value is when someone comments on it. When they share it, that's great. If it gets shared a lot, a lot of people see it. Of course, mathematically, you have more bots, you get more crawls, you become more valuable. But what really becomes valuable is when someone goes onto your site, onto your blog post, and says, what a great blog. That's it. What a great blog. Let me subscribe to your email or your blog site or your newspaper, whatever it is that you're putting out there. Or they go to your eBay store, they buy something, the computer knows everything that happens, guys. I'm telling you that you're tracking and all that eBay matrix and stuff. That is a tiny piece of a much bigger puzzle. So it knows your value and it knows how good you are, period, without bias. Platform has bias because it's manipulation of products for the consumer. Okay, search isn't that way off of it. So being aware of that, when you're embedding these YouTubes and podcasts and all these things that the bots are crawling, you need to make sure that you are also doing it from someone who's professional and checks these sources. Because if you're just going to like one of those little things like even Crowdfire that I mentioned, the RSS feed places, uh, Buffer, and what's the other ones that I see a lot of? Huffington Post and stuff. That's all good to use. I put some of that stuff out there too. But remember what I told you about value? And if everybody could just push a button and share it around, what is it really worth? If you if you creatively share it around like I do, that's great. And I just do a lot of that. But mostly what you remember when you look at my, yeah, Reddit's great. Uh, a lot of engagement there. That's why it's great. You're not getting real relevance by linking their topics to yours because the engagement is on their site. But that's okay to do some on Reddit, okay? Reddit is a good is a good tool to use too. But like I said, it's the engagement on Reddit that makes your value important. Instead of them coming to your website and commenting on your blogs, so that's my problem. I get all these comments on all these networks all over the planet, but to get them actually to comment right in my Strikingly website blog or my keywebco.com blog and my blogs thanking me for all the work I do, never happens, hardly ever. I get engagement on some of my free feeds on my WordPress site that I don't even look at. And I haven't written a thing there. It's all just fed from my other sites. But I get engagement there because that site's designed for engagement. And that's the other thing we're going to talk about. And I'm going to finish on this one. We'll move on to the next topic. So once you have done all these things, you think, oh, great, all this work. I've got this network out. I know how to change from the blue glaze pitcher to the, what is that, a split... Uh, mashed potato gravy bowl. I don't remember what this thing's called. That stoneware thing, slip bowl. Um, I'm able to change my products around but still not lose my value. I add value instead. I've got my microsites and my video marketing going. People are remembering what I'm doing because I'm using the same logos and graphics and designs. Now, after you've done all of this pre-work, I've answered questions and I'm moving on topics too here. Uh, what does it all come down to? What does it all come down to? You guys hate me now. That's what it all comes down to. Content. Blogging. 
what comes out of you into that keyboard, either visually, like we were talking about before, normally that's your items or the end result of this right here. What do you have that you can type in or grab somewhere else, like Jay does his show. I do my little shows where I teach and I'm going to be doing a selling show tomorrow. We're going to talk about that a little bit at the end. What are you giving to make someone know that what you're typing into that keyboard is of value, that they're going to come back and see that again and again and again? What is Google going to determine when you're listing that brown glaze or this God awfully heavy thing that I wish someone would buy in my darn live show. <laughs> I want it out of my warehouse. It's way too nice for me throwing a bonfire. <laughs> I'm going to sell that tomorrow. Hell or high water. But why is that what I just did of value? I just told you. I grabbed an I did that on purpose. I grabbed an item that's actually quite nice. I'm not going to try to sell it to you now. That's tomorrow. It was only $50 at Big Lots. It's a king. It was two years ago. It's quite nice. It's a 12-piece. It's a lovely little set. I don't like the pattern, but an older lady would love that stuff. Okay? I just held that up and said, I want it out of here. I pulled up some content in front of your face visually, even though I'm not even in the sales show today. And I told you it's nice. It's king size. I told you it's 12-piece. Might have piqued someone's interest. That's providing a content. Even though that wasn't good, I just reached over and I provided you something of interest, something of content. And remember, I told you all of these other things that we talked about, the websites, what products you carry, if you're a dropshipper, if you're not, if you're on eBay, if you're not on eBay, all of that is only up to you if you build your own website and you have some value of your own company. I hate to say that. It breaks my heart. Because eBay used to be a place you could build your eBay store. I did it. And I was very successful at it. You build an eBay store. You can, I competed directly against China for years when everyone said, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. I did it all the time. A huge amount. It's like a million dollars worth of warehouse stuff that I'm ready to get rid of now because I moved on to other projects. Because I did compete with China for like nine of my... 10 years I was on eBay, I was all new stuff. I gave up the vintage stuff within a year because I made a lot of money, sold off kind of what I wanted to and found I could make more on new stuff. But the business model changed. Now, why did it matter that it changed? I'm dumping these products and I'm, I'm now providing you guys with some content. I need to empty my warehouse. I've already written these off. They're not part of my business model anymore. I would love to get some of my money back. But basically what I'm on doing with my next live show is I am giving sellers an opportunity to fill boxes in lots. Doesn't matter what the items are. You come in, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. My poor employee runs back and forth like a chicken with his head cut off to the warehouse to drag that stuff in here so I can show it to you. <laughs> And we literally put your name on a box and we start tossing things in. Like this $50 thing, I think I got it for $25. I would be selling it for like $10 or $15. Then you'd pay shipping. That would kill you on that item, by the way, the comforter. But most items are much smaller. You fit $10, $20 in a little box. And all you do is pay the something that I paid $5. I charged half, $250. 
maybe charge less once you get in the box. I'm going to not mark it up for the shipping. Let's ah, you have a $10 box here. We just ship it to you for 10. You ended up getting those things for much less than what you even bid. So that was. No, no, you, you got, you did get it. Okay. Wait, I planned I, you know, I do, I, there's a lot of delay here, guys. Hold on. Let me check here. I want to make sure I'm not missing a question. Did I miss a question? But you got it. Okay. Let, I can't scroll up, guys. That's one thing I don't have the ability to do here uh, if I don't open another device. Okay. If I ever, because I'm jumping screens and I'm talking about a lot of topics because I'm leading on to the next one. If I miss any questions or didn't answer something that was understandable, just feel 100%. Okay, good. Okay. Just feel 100% free to say, hey, you forgot me because there's huge delays and I'm you know, also quite busy. <laughs> so if I miss you or didn't answer it, well, you got it. Don't feel, don't feel like I did that on purpose. Some shows, they just kind of ignore certain people. I don't ever do that. I try to get to everything, but I, I have missed people in the past. So I, I do try to watch that. All right, so let's move on. Now, how are you going to do all this crap? How are you going to do it all? Well, hopefully you watch my shows. <laughs> Had to stick that in there. This is the money app that I created. I told you I was going to go move on to another app. I cannot see chat at this time. If you ask questions, you will need to ask me again, or the moderator might kind of tap me by mentioning I missed something and rewriting the question. Had to do that. Sorry, guys. This will help you make informed decisions. We're going to take a second on this money thing because it's kind of boring and everyone hates it. But I did make a fun little app to zip through, and it's only like two minutes. Sorry for the parrots. It's got video training. It talks about online services, not just PayPal, but other ones like Stripe. The sun's going down, so it's a cockatiel. Um, credit. I have a lot of warnings in here. That's why I'm sitting on this. Watch your guys' butts on that credit. That's why the credit cards are in the back pocket, because that's where they should stay, and they should melt when you sit in the sun. You can really screw yourself. Uh, return on investment. That's what we are all here for. No matter what you do, don't end up like me with a million dollars you got to flush because you didn't project the outcome of search result correctly when they change the platform. I will teach you how to grow money in this app. How do I teach you? I give you advice to look at and you make an informed decision. Anyone that tells you I'll take your money and turn it into this is full of crap. They don't know what it's going to do. We cover business costs in this app. These are all those free apps that are at that bit.ly capital A-L-L Co apps. Stands for all Co apps. That is Accounting 101, the most boring stuff you'll ever go through. But that is probably the best video series I've ever watched on it. Uh, your tax and responsibilities. Of course, we're not going to stay here very much longer. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch this stuff. But it is a great app. It lays it all out. Very simple for you to follow. Any business documents you might need or have you paid for them? If you do, I'm going to slap you. Go get them from free right there. Any business documents you need. The basics, you, of course, pay for upgrades, but you don't need to pay to upgrade. You just use the basic ones. 
shopping apps. That is the future. You need to pay attention to that. I'm not going to go into details, but there is some information about how those are affecting things. If you have to have employees, that is a big money thing to consider. I have employees. I have VAs. I have friends that help me out for free because we exchange data and ideas. That is the best. And actually, the most productive employee is a person that does it because they want to. Uh, shipping apps. I went over that yesterday, no, day before yesterday, and it's in there. Of course, I don't need to go on that. And of course, I have my KeyWebco affiliate thing. I'm not going to make you sit through that. Now we're going to have a little fun. We'll get back to questions in just a minute. I don't know if I have any in yet. Remember, guys, I can't see anything right now. This is my recipes for you app. Now I'm going to give them a plug. This is Linda's site that I am an admin, but I have nothing to do with it except for I'm in there and I help them and I like to share and I love, I've been part of that group for a very long time. It's the recipes for you. I also have a business page and an app I created just for the group to put their stuff and a lot of my stuff in. It is free. I want everyone to go join the recipes for you group. If you like recipes, they're great. Now I do do recipes in my blogs. They are not a main feature of my business. Not at this time. I was doing them for affiliate marketing, but eh, didn't quite work the way I thought. And yes, this is why it didn't quite work the way I thought. Cash flow. We need to discuss that. I have an app for cash flow. Thank you. Got all these things in there. We got the money app going through. Poor Perfect Fives is just, boy, he's just a rattling on. I got to go get all these apps and stick those darn links in there. And he's jumping screens. <laughs> I told her tonight would be easy. It is because we don't have a lot of complicated things I'm going to go into details about. But I did say we're going to have a lot of apps. But the thing about that is all those apps are on that one page. And you don't have to leave the page like she is. She's having to jump back and forth. You can look at that one page and everything you need, you can use the apps within the page. Now, of course, when you click the links on those apps, it's going to take you other places. But all you have to do is have that one tab open. You just go back and forth. It's easy as can be. But cash flow, we're going to zip through this. There's nothing, to, no app running in the back. Cash flow is the most important subject that affects your business but should not be running your business. That's why I'm taking a moment to stop here. If you are living from sale to sale, and I got to that point towards the end before I decided to shut off all that drama. If you're living from sale to sale, that means that you have a problem with cash flow, either in or out, either in or out. And no matter what, you should always plan your business. I didn't say it would work this way. Which you should always plan your business to operate a significant amount of time without using any of your current cash flow. And try to keep that time distance the same from the start of your business until when you closed it. That was the mistake I made. I noticed that my cash flow percentages were wrong at the beginning of this year. I should have closed eBay right after my friend got back from eBay Open, Melissa Paz. And I got more details. Hmm. I knew right then. Oop, she closed this. Because I knew my market would not work anymore. Cash flow is the indicator. I knew that the distance between my operational time of income and the use of the actual money being brought in was getting shorter and shorter and shorter as those numbers very quick. It went shorter and shorter and shorter for a little bit. 
during some of the changes. When they flipped that product catalog, it went from 150 to none the next day. Almost none. I was like 65 and I was throwing a fit. Items that I sold. The next day I was bells and goes, I didn't sell anything. Like one item or something. 150, 100 items every single day and then boom. Unfortunately, I knew about the decline before then, before they actually flipped the switch, but I had put in play all the tools necessary to not lose my shirt, so I thought. But I miscalculated the corruption of the search engine, so to speak, in a roundabout way. That's about right. Not entirely, though. There's more to it. But my product types have always been high competition types. I couldn't couldn't adjust the volume of items needed to remain volume overhead costs cash flow i made the business mistake that i am spending time to explain to you this is important do not live on the money when it comes in even if you only can push it off 30 days live on the money you've earned set aside to run your business so the current operation costs and expenses and cash flow do not affect your private budget or anything else. <clears throat> That's very important to do. Most businesses cut this corner. Most businesses fail. When you go to down the street and there's this new restaurant and or bar or grill or whatever it is, store, and you see thousands of people there and balloons and lines around the block and even for six, seven, maybe a year, Still, lots of traffic, very successful business. You drive by three or four months later after that year, six months or whatever it is, and you see tumbleweeds rolling around in the front. Now, several reasons can cause that. 98% of the time, it is cash flow. They began using the cash flow that their restaurant in particular was operating before the two-year mark. Did you hear me correctly? Yes. You want a successful restaurant? The basic structure of thought and good economics is that business should be able to operate with no use of its cash flow after its operational setup costs for two years. That's employees, salaries, insurance, people suing, whatever it is, ordering products, bribing the local officials, whatever your business requires. Two years you need to run without using the money that that business is bringing in. The money that it brings in, you must recoup on your setup cost, which is taking most of your cash flow. That's what you need that first two years for, to replace what you spent. If you don't do that, tumbleweeds. Because they start ordering less ingredients, cheaper ingredients, cutting down on the staff. That happens within a year of most businesses. Within six months, they're gone. Because what kept them in there was the cash flow when they first started until they began to drain it. That is a very awful topic that I have to bring up. And we've got people in here watching that are important. So I'll make sure they're sort of successful. All right. Let's cover something a little more fun. That's too long. You won't like me now. Blogging. I, I keep kind of mentioned blogging. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what website you're on. I don't care what you're selling. I don't care what your Facebook pages are, your Pinterest numbers, or anything else. You must somewhere 
somewhere incorporate some sort of blogging efforts into what you are doing. You must, you must, must include blogging efforts into what you're doing, into what you're doing. Uh, blogging is the most powerful tool that you have at your disposable, that at your disposal, no matter what site you're on, no matter if you're on a Pinterest board, no matter if you are using a microsite, you can even blog on those. Blogging is the words that get read. Blogging is the easiest access to anything that is relevant to you. The blogging app that she put in there. Now that my app is pretty basic, but it'll give you everything you need. But that's touching the surface. I have to be very frank with you. Uh, you must become a good blogger. I don't care how good the quality of your text is. It needs to be legible and easy to read and, and make sense after they get through it. Yes. But remember what we talked about at the beginning of the show. The question I first had about the relevance of affiliate linking and websites and platforms and how all that works together. Without blogging, you are only going to be partially successful. I mean, it is that relevant to the results you get and to how you are looked at by the bot, so to speak, and to how you're looked at by your customers. Even if they've never read a word of your blog, it's probably how they found you in a very good percentage of the ways that you are able to market yourself and build these reputations in everything else that you do is through blogging. And it is that important. And I hate to be a nag about it, but I have not seen any business that didn't have a blog or a blog substitute. And if you're moving products, you've got a lot of things to cover. Blogging is about the only way to do it practically. Unless you're extremely narrowly, uh, uh, extremely narrow niche. You can do video, blog, vlog, very similar. But therein in itself lies a different series of problems that don't relate as well in results for Google SEO. So really, your only answer to have a good tool that anyone can do, it does not have to be all fancy smancy and all that like I do. You do not have to do that. A good six to 2,000 and preferably more than 2,000 words. It's 600 to 2,000 words at least. Uh, something that you can literally talk to your phone, put in Grammarly, edit it so you don't look like you just went to third grade. Because <laughs> when you talk to your phone, you know how that comes out. <laughs> so edit it properly. Then, remember what we were talking about, all these websites and microsites and all these other little tools and things I told you to use? The best place to put those all together is in a blog. You'll go grab an affiliate link to the brown glip, drip glaze uh, that picture that we mentioned way earlier is like. And you'll put all those things in your blog and your website and your links. You'll put a YouTube video about how it's made. And again, you are getting networked, not only just within your website, which is already networked by the bots reading it with the uh, uh, items in it, the different sections of it, your header, your title, your meta tags, and so on and so forth. 
but the blog inside of it is what is going to come up in the search engine. It's like your arm that reaches out. Okay. I use ClickBanks for affiliates and Pinterest, but I think I need to funnel through my own blog. Yes, yes, you do. I don't have enough time, so I make graphics for pins. Now, that's good. Directly to the product. I am... Am I making a mistake? No, you are not making a mistake, but you are getting partial results. Uh, ClickBank is good. Uh, I, I've used some of those, but so is everybody else. So if you, in a blog, you have something that you can offer that is completely original. Remember, you don't just copy what other people write and put it in your blog. You can do that and reword it so it's all yours and original. A lot of people do that all the time. That's okay. But when you talk to your phone or you put something that's directly, remember that typing I showed you, that content, what's coming from you. When you put that original pen to page, that original image that you might alter, like uh, take a picture from Pixabay, it's public so you won't get in trouble and then change it to make it something better. Uh, that's good. But blogging is really the, the cement that puts all those things together. And it's also what the bots read first. It's what the bots read first. Now that that's not entirely true. It's an algorithm, but it gives you an idea of its value. Okay, I'm using that terminology loosely. I don't want anyone giving me an algorithm in my messages. I have a lot of eggheads that listen to me, guys. Because <laughs> I listen to them. So I want to make clear on that. All right. So, no, ClickBank is great. And actually, guys, my affiliate marketing is very minimal at best because I'm the affiliate. I'm the one that people are using my affiliate link to make money, to sell products. I, I do have info links. That's terrible. Not very, very profitable. I, I don't do Google AdSense because I don't always have domains on certain sites I rotate. I have lots of websites. Oh, that's the part of the question I never answered before, but I'm not going to have time to finish, I don't think. Uh, when you assign a domain to your website, it really is yours. That said, you'll notice I use a lot of uh, microsites. I'm not going to assign domains to those. Uh, I also use Strikingly websites with the Strikingly website links. For example, it's keywebco.mystrikingly.com. That's not even HTTPS, that's HTTP. Been using it for years. Uh, I did assign keywebco.biz to that at one time. Believe it or not, my traffic numbers, my search results are completely unaffected, but I've been doing this for a very long time. There's a lot of value built on that original domain where I just put on a domain I was not hosting. That's why I don't like hosted sites. I use Strikingly because you don't need hosted sites. Uh, you can do ClickBank, all that embedding. You would need the pro version. You can't use the free version of Strikingly. So it costs you, I think, about 200 a year, 250 for, that's for the whole year. And you get three sites that you can do that on. You get three pro versions for that total price. I love Strikingly websites. Why don't you need a host? All you have to do is assign your domain. They do the hosting. It even gives you the places where you can just drop your embeds and it puts it nicely on your page for you.
I'm not really familiar with that one too much. I looked at that, Rebrandly. You know, I actually need to do more work on my affiliate marketing. I've always been the one that people grab the links from. I used to use eBay Partner stuff, which, eh, you know, stuck a little info links in and stuff. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of value to, to all the different ones, but I never really... My first blog articles were in strikingly free versions, so no embed, none of the tools that I really like to use now. And then I went to Medium for two years. No marketing, no money, no nothing. Because the reason I started blogging wasn't for my business. It was so I wouldn't have to answer so many damn questions in Facebook groups over and over and over again and explain the same thing over and over and over again. Because so, I, I was an admin of some of the biggest groups there were, you know. So, uh, you know, I had my Ecom Blab show back then, back before anyone could do this stuff. We were doing it. So... You know, I did all that. Well, the problem is with the affiliate stuff, it wasn't easy to use back then. Like now it's so simple. And it was always my store that I was always marketing. So I spent all my time trying to let people get affiliate links to use my stuff to send out. And I did it before there was even affiliate links. What I was doing is way back even on Amazon times, I was making designs that I owned and letting people that weren't very good at making designs use them in their merch services. You can buy Key Webco brand on Amazon. I haven't sold there in years. <laughs> so that is the, that's the thing. I need to improve my affiliate links because there's no reason I'm not getting paid with the traffic numbers that I get. It is actually stupid of me not to have affiliate links plastered all over my blogs. But if you look at my blogs, you're going to only see my stuff pretty much. See that little info link shit that I need to take out. Sorry for the language. Info link stuff I need to take out. It's a bit spammy in my opinion. But it's got to generate me something. Where I think the best way to put your emphasis is are, are on is if you have the time and you don't mind talking a little bit, you don't even have to be visible. Do those podcasts. I make money on my podcast. I make more money on it with less effort than anything else I do. So um, making podcasts on Anchor is where I recommend it because they just give you what you need. You have to do a bunch. You do a few. You put a little intro in. You put a little music they provide you in the, as a, uh, maybe a transition. Then when they finally give you a sponsor, they'll only give you one and you'll get it for a few days and it'll go, you know, take forever. And then you'll not make any money for a little while. Then if you just keep doing it, all of a sudden you get two or three sponsors at a time. They'll keep you all real fat for a while. Then all of a sudden you won't have any sponsors for a week and you'll be going, oh my gosh, where's my money? Where's my money? Then they'll give you Spotify, which, you know, I like Spotify. I do, but they don't pay very well, and it takes forever to earn any money if you just have the one, and Spotify likes to be the only one, so I'm stuck in the Spotify mode now, so right now, I'm not making too much money. Probably in a couple of weeks, they'll stick another sponsor on, and then I'll start making more money, and then when another week will go by, and then they'll give me another one, they might leave me that way for six months, then I might not have any. That's the only bad thing about podcasts. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I have podcast app too. Guys, I have apps for everything and it's all on one page. It's all on the bit.ly link, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital A-L-L -L, Key Webco apps. 
all QWebCo apps, the A capitalized. All right, guys. Well, you know, uh, it's getting a little late. It is 8.13. We've done a great show. We have not even covered a small... Oh, we've got people coming in. I hate to leave when people are coming in. We haven't even covered a small fraction uh, of the topics that we have available in different apps. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk a little bit more. Actually, no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to talk. I'm going to have someone do the talking for me. <laughs> You're going to like this. Let me make sure I pick the right one. Okay, okay. I've got the right one. I need to go blow my nose. <laughs> I, I've got to sneeze. So, I have a show tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am coming right back. I have a, I'll be, you won't even know I'm gone. I have a show coming on uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock. You're going to come on. You're going to tell me what products you want. We're going to hold them up. We're going to bid them. We're going to sell them by filling a box. I talked about it a little bit. So, while I go blow my nose, I'm going to even get ready so I can run really quick to go do this. <laughs> Ugh, I can't breathe. Um, this little video is going to play, and it's going to tell you just a little bit about how that works. We fill the box in the show, the live show on Wednesday you've got to watch, 1 p.m. Central Time, every Wednesday. Pop in, make sure you check it out because during the show we fill a box. Once you get to the correct dollar amount, just use the app, click the link, choose the correct size box, and you're good to go. Lots of savings live. Now that you've paid for your box, all you have to do is use the app, send me a chat message, make sure that you include a list of everything you got and the price, even though your lot price will be cheaper. That way I can double check before I send your box and make sure you get everything. Sound? Got sound. Okay. I can breathe again, guys. Now, notice how big my big old mug is in this camera. Oh, I can't stand it. I don't like full screen cameras. I'm not good. You notice like I keep going like this? I'm not good with the left and right on the cameras because in my car, it's reversed. And for four or five, almost five years now, four and a half years, I think, I've been doing videos in the camera watching myself on the camera. That's why I have such a hard time looking at the camera. I'm always looking at the screen. I went full screen for helpful tips here, just guys, so you can see a little bit. I had shown you that little video about the show. So what I would be doing, I'm showing you this is how it'll look a little bit tomorrow. I'm going to show you another thing. It's kind of cute. Remember how I showed you that before? Now it's still glary. But you are able to see that considerably better now with this screen. So I'm showing you that I've decided to do this with the screen. So let me show you a little bit more. Let's see what it says here. This is the pre-show. 
that I would be running through uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. It may say a different time on here. I might have to make new graphics. Okay, so this is the pre-show, kind of what it looks like. And you saw this. Okay, so this window, I'm only going to stay on here a minute. Then we're going to go ahead and get golfed here. We've been on for quite a while tonight. Uh, this window, again, now this one is for the app items. That means the new items. I'm going to do it again. That huge, ginormous comforter thing that I really want to sell. I want it out of here. It's too good for me to throw in a bonfire. <laughs> and I don't want to donate it to charity. Uh, so I really want to sell that. It's nice. So what we do is, not that item. I'll have smaller items. I'll hold up in front of the thing. I'll show you the barcodes. We'll talk about it. I'll tell you the numbers on it. And then what you do is, I'll give it a number. I'll say, live show item one. And I'll say, ah, I paid, I don't remember what I paid, actually. I think I paid 20, 25. So uh, it's 10, 15 bucks. That doesn't include shipping. Don't worry about that at this time. Because what you're going to do is you're going to get that. So you say, oh, okay, I'll, 10 bucks, I'll take it. Okay, great. We stick it over there. We label it for you. Then let's say I grab, now this is a horrible example. And I would never sell anyone these. I don't sell fidget spinners online because you can get them dark cheap. You can go to Dollar Tree and get them. Not as good as these. These are actually better. Let's say I have these little fidget spinners. I love the fidget spinners. Got tons of them. Junk, 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 junk. Don't ever sell these online. You won't make any money unless you sell big lots. But let's say you have a use for them. You have like 10 kids and you know, they like them and they play with them and you've been buying them by the tons. And you look and you said, oh my goodness. I spent $20 on fidget spinners the last six months. I have a few thousand of them laying around. And I say, oh, I can't even give these away. Uh, 10 cents a piece. 25 cents a piece. You're like, oh, great. How many you got? Oh, how many you want? You say, I want 500. Okay, great. Boom. You write your total down. You'll say item two, live show, fidget spinners, and whatever the total is for the amount you wanted at the price I gave you. It would have to be, of course, under the number that I actually have. <laughs> you can't order more than I have. So let's say oh, it comes to $25. So you've got your $15 item and your $25 item. Okay, you're going to put those together when they ship. Obviously, you're not going to be paying any increase on the fidget spinner. But you're going to be paying a bucket of money for the shipping on that ginormous cover that you only paid 15 bucks for that was priced at big lots at 52 years ago and it you can get 89 dollars online for that easy i got more than that before out of those not that particular one that's living colors they do okay especially the 12 piece king sets reversible is this one cotton no i think this is a poly one though i don't remember it says feel the softness but i think it's I, I'd look it up in the show. Oh, it's a blend. Okay. So there's no money to ship these. So let's say you say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to pay all that shipping on that comforter. Let's take that off. Okay. As long as it's during the live show, not a problem. I actually can do it at any time. But I really want to keep these things legit on the show. So, you know, at the end of the show, it's closed. So I was like, oh, okay, no problem. We just take that right off. Well, now you've only got $25. Huge box. Well, not huge. It's uh, cubic. It'd be under the weight. A fidget spinners. There's no real major markup cost on that. I'll maybe lose 7 bucks on the shipping. 
I already said I wouldn't sell them. You can't sell them individually. You bought them for a different purpose. Chances are, I'm going to say, oh, okay, put them in a $25 box. And you go, what about shipping? Nah, put them in a $25 box. So you go to the link in the, the app there. Ted gets, yeah, busy. So you go to the link in the app there, and you push the button, and it tells you to go buy box. And I told you in the show. So what you do is you go, great. You go over and you just bought a box. Now you have not bought a fidget spinner. You need to keep this straight in your head. It's not a problem dealing with me, but if you ever buy from people online, you need to pay attention to what you're doing. So you've only just bought, what did I say? A $25 box is what it came to. $25 box. There's nothing in that box. You bought a $25 box. Technically that's what you did, even though YouTube and Facebook is all backable. Who wants to go through all that drama? I want everything to be very up and up. So, this is the only extra step that I would require that most businesses wouldn't be bothered, but I am bothered. You have one more step, and it's really easy. You go back to that little bit.ly link, my little shop link there. And you use the chat window, or if it says, have you placed an order, click here. All that does is open Facebook Messenger chat to send me a message. And the message that you will send me, you need to send me this message, is... My box for $25 or whatever that your order number is, if you want to be that specific. But my box of $25 is to include the items on the box. Okay, I'll go, I'll go back over that. So you would write me in the chat and say, my box is to include uh, however many the number of fidget spinners are for $25. You know, you'd put, oh, you got 100 fidget spinners for $25. Now, the reason I do that little chat thing is I'll go back to your tracking number for the box that we packed live for you from the box you bought from the link. And I will put in the chat window, yes, your item's tracking number is so-and-so-and-so, or I might just say your tracking number is included in the email from the store. And yes, those items are in your box. I will physically confirm the chat order. Now, why do I do that? Let me explain the box thing again. It's real simple. If you are buying online, I'm not including the shipping on every single item that you're buying. We are filling lot boxes. So the box is like, exactly, the box is your shopping cart. You don't know the price of this item yet because you haven't paid to have it shipped to you. Okay? So far, the price on the item is what I paid minus half. That's about what I'm judging everything at. In this case, let's just make this a dollar. Now, that's not a good price. Let's say your price for each one of these is a dollar and you bought 10. That means you have 10 fidget spinners. You didn't pay me $10. You don't know how much those 10 fidget spinners are going to cost to ship to you. Because it's not free shipping. You're buying a lot of items. It's a box. So you go to the link in the app that I have there and you click the link and it'll, it'll show a box. It'll show you a picture box. Get your box. So you go there. I've told you in the store that your total came to $25. Okay, whatever it was. $25. I say, you know what? It's only going to be five or six bucks to ship that. We can do it cubic. It's just $25. Otherwise, I'd probably upscale you to the next box higher, which is $25. $5. That would include the shipping, or no, 
$25, which would be $30. That would include the shipping for the $25 worth of fidget spinners you bought. But when you go to that link, that's not a listing for fidget spinners. It's a listing for a $25 box. So you're filling it with the auction items. Technically, you're only buying on that link a box. Now, it doesn't matter with me. But if you don't, if you're dealing with a shady seller, they could just say, well, I sent you a box and not put a damn thing in it. I'd have a conniption fit. I actually saw someone do something like that online. So I am making sure I make you guys do a little extra work. We're getting them stuff really cheap anyway. So the extra work I make you do is you go back to that bit.ly link. And there's another link in there that says if you placed an order, click here. And that is a chat window directly with me. And you just push the button and you say, I ordered the $30 box. Well, and I, I told you it was free in this one, so it'd be a $25 box. So I ordered the $25 box. And it's supposed to have, or it's to include the, how many fidget spinners did I say? 25, I don't remember. It's to include whatever you bid on and won. So if you won 25 of these for $25, I told you no box increase. You would just go buy the $25 box. Then you would go back to the chat app, the app and get the chat. It's a different window. It's one's a store, one's a chat. You go back to the chat and you say, here's my order number or my box number. Or it'll give you an order number. It's just like a regular store. Here's my order number. And I'm just verifying that it will include 25 fidget spinners. Then probably right when the tracking goes active a day or two when I get it shipped, I'll go back over there and I'll say, oh, by the way, your tracking should be active. Your item's on the way. And yes, your 25 fidget spinners are in that box. Now, why do I do that? You could take me to court with my video and get your $25 back if I sent you an empty box. But who on their right mind wants to do that? And I believe that I want everything legit. I'm an up and up legitimate business here. I'm liquidating losses to me. So I want to make you know. Do you sell them by cubic sizes so I can know the cubic? What? No, this is how it works. You buy the items. It comes to $25. My employee will fill your box. I use pirate shipping, so it's cubic cost. We're estimating everything with pirate shipping. So my employee will fill your box with whatever all the different items. Doesn't matter how many you order. And we'll shove them into the box. And I mean, we're going to try to get that stuff packed in there. If it's resellable, of course, we take different wet methods but if it's just you wanting to buy like if it's just you i need a comforter for my bed i'm not reselling it and if i can jump up and down on that thing and smash it down into the next smaller size cubic box and save you and i some money i'm gonna do it because you're only gonna be paying five or ten dollars for a 40 or 50 dollar comforter okay so yeah it's all about getting it small and cubic so let's say your order yeah exactly you see what i'm saying here because as many things as i you can buy and i can shove in that same box i'm not looking at the price other than what i paid for it and i'm making it super cheap for you the rest of the responsibility is only that i don't lose money and i still kind of get what you bid on everything so if it came to 25 dollars for 25 of these 
if I can shove 25 in a little padded envelope or whatever, that's only six or seven bucks. I told you these aren't something to resell. You'd probably be buying it for yourself. I was like, ah, oh, just a $25 box. I wouldn't mark it up to 25, which really should be 27 if I put it in a padded envelope. But again, remember, it's I'm trying to get rid of everything. If you bought 500 of these at a dollar, now that not these, but 500 items at a dollar a piece, and I'm able to shove those into a box that only cost me $20 or $30 to get shipped to you, do you think I'm even going to charge you the full $500? No, you just took a big old thing off my shelf. I'm going to say, oh, that came to $500, guys. No way am I going to charge you for that. I can shove that in a box and get it to you for $30. Bucks. So you know what? $450. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the storm we had is hitting you now. We're almost done. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been keeping perfect finds on here. That's my moderator. And I have been on a long time. But I've been having a good time talking to you all tonight. I'm looking forward to the little fill-in-the-box thing. That's going to be fun. No one's doing that because I'm actually doing real loss liquidations. I'm not trying to make money on anything I'm selling you guys in this show. This is so I don't throw it in a bonfire and clear out my warehouse so I can get my next business going. I have a business lined up that's going to make me a couple hundred a week, minimum, even if I don't do anything but buy the stuff, put everyone to work. <laughs> a job where all I have to do is pay one receipt and collect the money and do nothing? Heck yeah. <laughs> it's worth me throwing a million dollar worth of inventory down the toilet to just get that income going where I don't have to do anything. It doesn't take any of my time, no effort, no returns, no drama, no muss, no fuss. I am ordering from my own business wholesale to, mo to assemble motorcycles and dirt bikes. I already have friends that will move them in by the droves. And another one called me today and said, are you going to start doing that? I think I can move some for you. And all I have to do is pass it off to someone to do the work. I order the stuff from my own business. That's good about being global. I See, I've changed. I'm no longer eBay. I'm global. I'm that one that everyone hates. That goes in and get, takes forever to get your item. <laughs> but you pay what you get. In other words, yeah, maybe it might take two, three weeks for you to get an item. But you're going to get it for $20, $30 less than you get it anywhere else. And you get it worldwide. And I have everything. Now, that's not all items, but that's what I tell everybody. I have a, a lot of U.S. suppliers. You get your stuff just as fast as Amazon. But can I guarantee that on all my products globally? So I offer them the worst case scenario. That's a lesson. I knew Siri was going to do that. Every time I say S, Siri comes on. But when I say the actual word, it doesn't come on. All right, guys. Well, I have been keeping up everyone. This is a long show because I like all these different things I'm involved in. But the next window I've got to share, and then we're going to off here. Major change, right? Hardly any change at all, except for the advantage of being in this window. See that little vintage dragon over there? That's the only change about this window. Now I'm going to pull this glaze thing out again. This is not a normal representation of my vintage stuff, but it's pretty good. It's all right. Uh, this section is fun. Now, I'm not doing this tonight. This is tomorrow night. But here, my employee would be out here. And I would have no idea what's going to be in this section of the show. He just goes over to one of my cabinets. And I have a lot. And I have good stuff. And I have cheap stuff. But he 
pick something pretty good. He has pretty good taste. I told him, pick whatever you want. Now, if he's probably in a bad mood, which he normally is, he's going to pick something he knows I like that I don't particularly want to sell. But guess what? Anything he picks, I'm not going to tell you much about it. I'm going to show you the numbers, show you its condition, talk about it a little bit, and then we're going to look it up. And you're going to make me an offer. I'm not going to tell you what I paid. I'm not going to say anything. You're going to make me an offer on what you're willing to pay, knowing that you have to add shipping, which we will add up. You know, you can make your offer an estimation. If we say in the show, I think I can get it to you for five bucks or ten bucks, and then when he weighs it and we look it up on Pirate, he goes, oh, no, 15. Trust and believe, I will either drop your original price or we'll renegotiate. In other words, if I guess it and it's too far off, don't worry. Remember, this is all live filling a box stuff. But in this section, is going to be fun because we're not going to know what it could be. And it could be anything, guys. I have everything you can imagine. Wedgwood, anything, you name it. So this is my one vintage section. Why do I do a vintage section? Because I haven't sold vintage items in years. Over like nine years, I have a few little items here and there, but no vintage. It's all been new stuff for years and years and years and years. And I have a huge collection because I started in vintage. Well, in January, I'm going to open a Prairie Grit store. And some of my high-end vintage, so I have some earmarked that won't be in the show. Uh, but I'm gonna. it's not going to be really big, but it's going to be what I call a funnel, funnel vintage store. Very good is still an opportunity for everyone because their search engine is community-based. That means everyone has a fair chance on their platform. If they sell it, they're going to come up. Might be in order of their how good they are. That's fine. But everyone's listing is visible, like eBay used to be. I like that. I have not built up a reputation as a vintage seller. I did originally, but I went into a huge different world global market. So my SEO on vintage items is not going to be any better than mom and pa kettles down the street. I don't have any specific advantage, except my skills. I don't have any specific advantage. So I definitely need a community-based platform because their search engine is something that I have a chance to come up with everybody else. That is the niche in that product. So I'm going to give that community-based platform the respect it deserves and make sure that I at least put some products in there and try to generate some funnel traffic to their website. And I'm rather good at that. So that's what I'm going to do in January. Do I have anything to do with Prairie Grit? No. But I like it. If you're on eBay, you can link your items there and send them over there. I highly recommend you do that. Um, I cannot attest to your sales levels or anything like that. I do like the platform. Uh, I'm going to give you one last advice, then I've got to let everybody go. If you are on eBay, you need to diversify your platforms. We talked a lot about websites tonight. Uh, the way you diversify your platform is on eBay, you have several opportunities to link it to other sites. One of them is Together. I like Together. And a little drama here and there every so often. But basically, I really, really like Together. Uh, it's easy. You just link your site. Now, I'm going to make a recommendation that uh, on, while you're using Together, you go ahead and pay the $10 a month. You don't have to pay more than that. You don't have to do this. You can do Together pretty much for free. You just give them a percentage when it sells, just like eBay. And you decide the percent. Uh, 
The other option on TrueGether, which I really recommend you do if you're on eBay, is the Google Shopping option. You pay $10 a month to get a Google Shopping store, so to speak, for your listings. It helps. It will increase your sales. Uh, I, I can tell you that. I have done it with and without and did both did okay both both ways. But it's worth the $10 a month, even if it only generates you maybe one or two extra sales that month. It's worth it just to have all of your items on Google Shopping in there, in Google Shopping, not just list push there, but in it. Yes, I think Prairie Grid has great potential because it's still a community-based platform, and there is real value in that. That's what eBay was designed to be. The, the guy who formed it gave up huge opportunities to make it stay that way, and it stayed that way for, oh, what, almost 20 years? And then what happened? We'll talk about that in another show. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed me tonight. I'm going to let you go. We are going to do... What are we going to do now? Oh, my gosh. Where am I? I have all these little windows here, guys. You have no idea how many scenes I've been working on. I have 75 more apps to create. By the way, point of show tonight is to use that app page. That app page is everything you could ever want to know. Pretty much all on one page, and all of it is free, guys. I mean, what more could I do than give it to you for free? All right. Well, somewhere in here, somewhere is my final credits. So you know what we're going to do? We are going to end with our final credits. And a special thank you for everyone coming in tonight. I will be on tomorrow at 7 p.m. We're going to do this box lot thing. Now, it may take a while for people to figure it all out and get it rocking and rolling. But I have. A million dollars of my cost. That's what I paid wholesale and in clearances of items that I am liquidating through this show. If they do not go through this show, they are going to charity or in a bonfire. I need to get back to making money in the space that's allocated for all this inventory. So I am doing real loss liquidations. I don't care what its value is online. I don't care what it costs to ship. What I care is it gets out of my warehouse and I get a little bit of the money on a product I've already turned off back. So if the items mark $50 and I happen to get it in clearance for $20, you are going to get it probably for about $10. If it's something big, you might have to lose a little bit on the shipping, but it's always going to be about what I paid to get it in clearance in the first place or in lots. So that's what I'm making available so I don't just throw all this stuff away and it's well worth your time to pop in. All right, guys, final credits. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight and I will see you tomorrow. Maybe. <laughs>